three weeks. But I came to America two weeks before that to acclimatise for the family. I came to Las Vegas for the Christmas holidays. I had two weeks over the Christmas period and New Year. And then I started camp two weeks. So I've been here four weeks altogether. You've said it kind of documented, really. This camp isn't about weight loss or anything like that. You came in, you're probably going to get bigger, I imagine, during this camp. No, I'm, I'm quite big as it is right now. 19? Yeah, I'm over 19 stone at the moment. 19.2, 19.1, and I intend to stay there. Maybe a few pounds lighter, but I won't be going right down low again to 18.1, to 18.4. Why is that? Tell, tell for those who aren't familiar with that, why? For those who don't know, I'm six foot nine, giant, and... 18 stone is too light. Um, I'm going in heavy this time because I want to do more damage when I punch. Um, and I want to get rid of him this time because I didn't get the right decision last time, hence why I'm going for a knockout this time. So th- this, is, this is not a ploy. This is not to get into Deontay Wilder's head. No. You, you want to have more power through your punches and you want to hurt him more in this contest. Yeah, I'm coming in heavier to, to be able to absorb more punishment and give more back. Um, tell me about uh, Monday's press conference. Uh, it's uh, Thursday. We are about a month and a half, from, a month and a week from the fight. Um, a month and a couple of days. Tell me what you got out of the press conference, um, going nose to nose, if you like, with Jonte Wilder on Monday in Los Angeles. Yeah, I didn't really get too much out of it. To be fair, it's the first time we've, we've met face to face since the fight. Wow. Um, first time we've had any conversation at all since the fight. Mm. Um, nothing's changed though with Deontay. Same old thing, same old, same old, same old. Mm. Um, I don't expect him to, to do much different to the first type fight, to be fair. Um, I know he'll be working hard. He knows he can do damage for that right hand, hence he's knocked out all his opponents. Um, what else? That was about it, really. Did you get to mooch around inside his head at all? Not really. It wasn't it wasn't that type of press conference. What can you do that hasn't already been done before? I did everything. I've pulled out all the stops in the last fight, last press conference. Um, this this time it was just more subdued, more more normal, just just to talk, and that was it. There's a little bit of uh, banter back and forward, but nothing nothing too serious. Just playfulness. That banter though that Top Rank put out, where we did hear you both talking. You did start to play with him a little bit when he tried to get into you, kind of saying that, oh yeah, I'm terrified, look at me, I'm shaking. There is, he's used to having his own way with people over that and intimidating people, isn't he? I'm sure he is, he's a big guy, heavyweight champion of the world, but for me he's not very intimidating and this is a job, this isn't personal. Um, I don't see it as anything other than, than a job. Uh, Deontay's going to be training hard as well as I am, I can't do anything more than I'm doing. Mm. You know, I've, I'm eating right, training right, sleeping right, getting to bed early. No, no foreign foods. No foods that are not on my sheet. No drinks. No, no veganuary then. No, no diet cokes. Nothing. No, okay. no zero pops that I always usually have. Just water. Um, getting to sleep early. Maximum ten o'clock every night. Earlier than that, some nights nine. Waking up at seven, eight o'clock every morning. Is that when you do your masturbating in the morning or yeah, not? More, I do it right throughout the day. Yeah, uh, all the time. <laughs> so yeah, um, and then like clockwork. Like clockwork. So yeah, meeting on time, training on time, 
I'm injury free, that's always a bonus. I always stress that injury free is always good to be. And that's it, we really can't do any more. You know, no matter how much we scream and shout, it's not gonna make us fight any better. Um, people are excited in this fight because it's the biggest fight of the longest two reigning champions of our era. Everyone else has been knocked off or beat along the way. Um, there's only me and Anthony Joshua left. Class of 2008, we both turned pro in 2008 over 11 years ago. Mm, I was there that night when you turned um, pro in Nottingham on the Carl Froch Pascal undercard, right. yeah. We're the only two that's from <clears throat> that era that's still active and still unbeaten and still mm. going. Mm. So it's a statement to both fighters. Um, yeah, he's going to be hungry and we've both got a lot to lose. You know, people just see this as an heavyweight championship fight of two unbeaten fighters, but we've got more than that to lose. We're 11 years unbeaten records. Um, Pride, honour, respect, championships, name, face, everything. We're putting it all on the line, so you've got to commend both men for putting so much on the line. People might say, oh, yeah, well, this is... Uh, all boxers put it on the line, but not boxers that's been unbeaten in 11 years and has got everything to, to, to lose, nothing to gain. Um, so, yeah, I take my hat off to Wilder. He's been a worthy adversary, a worthy opponent, and I hope he brings his A game. I hope he trains hard, I hope he comes in injury free, and I hope he, he trains for a war. Anything less will be disappointing. Do you, do you have to develop, or do you have a dislike of him in any way? I don't dislike anybody. It's just his business to me. Nothing more, nothing less. Strictly business. It's not personal. It's not a family feud. It's not a, he hasn't done anything to me. This is strictly a fight that the world is waiting to see, as am I, as a boxing fan. When you look back on the fight and you will have watched it many times I imagine I don't yes, know how many times you've watched times. it I watch it every time I get on the running machine I'm okay. going to do 60 minutes I watch the fight wow so you've probably watched it dozens of times dozens yeah. of times when you watch it back do you see opportunities that you didn't take in the fight then to perhaps counter him or or do things or, or be more aggressive more offensive yeah I see a lot of stuff that I didn't do but I give me all and give me best in the fight I didn't leave anything in the tank I was totally exhausted after the fight and I gave everything to, to, to keep going and I gave me best fight that was the best I could do on that day so yeah I didn't, leave, I didn't leave anything in the tank I was totally gassed I was totally smashed at the end of it and I'd done my best on that day so yeah I look back at it and I see stuff that maybe I could have done but I didn't have the energy to do it anyway so it wouldn't matter Are you going to be throwing different combinations this time then? Throwing different combinations. I'm gonna be on his ass. I'm gonna be all over him like a cheap suit. Yeah, it's gonna be quite difficult to keep me off. Is there a risk? I don't. I don't think he's got the strength to keep me off him. Mm, mm, mm. Six foot nine, nineteen stone, plowing forward like a raging bull in a china store. He, he's two hundred and ten pounds. He will fail. Is there a risk with you being more aggressive that you leave yourself more open though? There's always a risk. But higher risk, higher reward. If I don't risk being knocked out, then I won't get a knockout. I'll just outpoint him again and lose on points because I ain't getting a decision here. Do you really feel that then? Yes. That you, do, do you honestly feel that? Percent, yes. Yeah. I watched that fight back dozens and dozens and of times. And you won by four rounds, didn't you? No, no, I don't mean on points. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I, know I, I scored mean, yeah, 114, 110. Yeah, that's right. Um, which I think is fair. Yeah, that's fair because you get two rounds for a knockdown, so that equals four, six, four. Yeah, yeah. So, 
That would have been a fair outcome. That would have been a fair outcome. But the thing is, I boxed. I rose to the occasion, and I boxed vintage that night. I threw a lot of feints. I fainted him all night. Fainted him, double faint, treble fainted him to get shots off. Mm. I can't do any more moving my head than I did. Mm. I I avoided. How many shots did I avoid? Mm. I must have avoided 500 punches on the night. More. You can't avoid every punch. It's like trying to go out in the rain and dance and not get wet. You're going to get wet. So the thing is, I can't throw any more feints than I did. I was. I think. I think Ben reckoned, reckoned up it was 37 feints or 48 feints around. Yeah. Like for God's sake, I can't faint anymore. I can't physically dodge any more punches than I did. I was almost like Neo in the Matrix, dodging them bullets. I can't. I can't get out of the way of any more shots. So I got to change that style. Um, if I didn't get a decision then, then I won't get it now. Do you think he will? Or has, in the last year, developed himself at all? No. Is he expecting a similar kind of fighter? Similar. He hasn't done anything to, to change. Mm. He had the one round against um, Dominic Brazil, which was a clean knockout. You don't learn anything from that. Mm-hmm. And then he had the eight rounds with um, Luis Ortiz, in which he was given a boxing lesson to for the first seven mm. and a half. Mm. Then he landed a good right hand and it was over. So has he changed as a fighter? No, he hasn't. There's not much he can change. He's 34 years old and he hasn't lost. So when you're in that mentality, that mindset, you ain't going to change because you think you're the Don Perry on. I, I believe Deontay Wilde has been haunted by his fight with me. Over the last year or so, it really has, has dug at him. Because when you believe you're invincible and then there's some fat fellas come out of retirement after three years out the ring abusing his body, and whether the world likes it or not, or you want to believe it or not, you clearly lost the fight on the cards. That mentally affects you, mentally. Mm, mm, mm. So going into the second fight, he has to be more wary of me than me of him because he's got to land a massive punch and keep me down. He hit me with his two best shots that anyone can ever be cleanly hit with. The same shot that I got hit with, it buried Dominic Brazil. It smashed Lewis Ortiz and every 40 of opponents before me. But it didn't me. I got back up and I got back into him. So he's got that on his mind as well. He can knock me down, but I proved I'm a true champion. You know, I can get up off the floor and win fights. You're prepared to do that again then, you yeah. I'm prepared to go to hell and back for victory. There's nothing I won't do for a victory. And unless he can keep me down, then I will get up and continue to move forward in an aggressive manner. If he loses to you, do you expect him, as Frank Warren revealed to me a couple of weeks ago, to activate the rematch clause? Do you expect to be fighting him twice in a row? I'm not too concerned with rematches. Okay. Um, because as we've seen from first-hand experiences, rematches, for me, seldom happen. This is a, the third one I'm going to have in an 11-year career. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm not really too bothered about the rematch. I only want to do a good job at the first fight. Do you expect to perhaps go home and fight Anthony Joshua this year then at some point? No. I no. won't be boxing in the UK anymore. Well, okay. Yeah. Is, I mean, is that based on the contract with ESPN? Yeah, or? based on the fact that I've got an American boxing license and I've got an American TV contract. Mm. So all, the last three fights of my contract will be in the United States for sure. Very interesting. But if he was to, would he fight you over here then? If he came here to fight you, Joshua, would I'd you fight, fight him here? Yeah, I'd fight Vegas? Any, yeah, I'd fight anybody. Yeah. This is the home of the Gypsy King now, Las Vegas. And I don't intend on boxing anywhere else in the world, just like Mayweather. Are we going to see you perhaps 
taking a residency as a singer here at some point? No. The thing oh, is, you disappoint me. The thing is, I can't make my mind up what I want, Gareth. I'm one of those people who doesn't know what he wants. I really am. I don't know what I want. The thing is, no matter what, what success I gain, how much money I earn, I can't change as a person. I won't change. I can't let myself change. I don't know why. Even if I want to, I won't change. So, yeah, living over here on my own won't be something for me. And I, I've even thought about um, moving to the south of France where I like it there. Or south well, the family's been going there for years. Yeah. In fact, I'll pull up a little story now, which I've never asked you about, but which your dad, John, told me about one night late in Dusseldorf before you beat Klitschko. When you were nine years old, I think you were nine, and the family were on holiday in southern Spain, I think it was, a gypsy lady. Do you know this story? You no, no, no. I know what you're on about. A gypsy lady told the fortune of my dad. And, and, but she, and she came over and she said, that son, I think you were nine, is going to be heavyweight champion of the world. I mean, your, your brothers are here, they're nodding. Yeah. And, and I, you've, you've never spoken about this. Because you've heard the story a million times. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, you haven't really spoken about this in the public, but John told me one night over a couple of beers in Dusseldorf, you had me trapped in a corner, I couldn't get away. And um, <laughs> we were talking about the Illuminati and all sorts. Um, and, 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 he, and he said to me, you won't believe this, but there's a gypsy prophecy that will come true. Yeah. And, and, and it, yeah, and is that the case? Yeah, yeah. And do you remember that lady coming up? And I'd, I can't say I remember it because it was a long time ago and so much has happened in my life since. Mm. But I vaguely can, I know what my dad's talking about because I've heard, I've heard it before and I, and I vaguely remember what was going on at that time. Like, it's like destiny though, isn't it? It is, it is, but you know, destiny, I've achieved, I've achieved. Shane's destiny. laughing, but you, no? Yeah. But, but you know the story, Shane. Times, yeah, yeah. 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 But this was being told before you'd won anyway, so... That's right, yeah. Um, I achieved... I've achieved everything I've ever wanted mm. in my life. There's nothing I can honestly say that I ever wanted that I didn't get. Even if I had no chance of getting it. At one, at one time in my life, I may have never had a chance of getting a certain object mm. or a certain thing that I wanted, but... Overall, I would have achieved everything I've ever set out to achieve. I, I don't believe there's ever anything I'd, I set out to achieve that I didn't, didn't collect or achieve. I, I'm not trying to say I know you better than other people in the media, but I've known you a long time and we have a close relationship and we've expressed concern to each other when we've had health issues ourselves and we've yeah. expressed messages back and forth and I appreciated you sending me a message on the day I had my heart operation as well. Thank you for mm -hmm. that. And, you know, I've sent you messages when you weren't feeling well. So yeah. if you just want to reach out, nothing to do with writing stories, just call me whenever. You know I have. You never did. But, but I was there for you in that way because um, you are a special person and you've proven that. Um, when you say you've achieved everything you wanted to in your life, is it difficult then getting up for another event and another event and another event? Very very difficult because there's got to be a motive to do it, isn't there? And in the beginning, there was motives to do all these things. Mm, mm. There was motives for a young boy at 13, 14 to run to the gym and train and want to be a boxer. There was motives to win an ABA championship. There was motives to win an English and British Commonwealth European all on belts. There was motives for hunting down Klitschko for years mm -hmm. and beating everyone in my way. After the Klitschko fight, I never had a motive anymore. I never had a purpose. I remember that, life. yeah. 
We gave you the ring magazine belt and you went AWOL, didn't you? That's correct. Yeah. But then there was a motive to return, to get lose the weight. No one, everyone thought I couldn't do it. Ten stone weight loss, abuse the body, come back, get back to the top of the tree, get back rated number one by ring magazine. Mm. All these things had a motive to get back in the ring with Deontay Wilder and prove it wasn't a flash in the pan, even after all the years out the ring. There was no motive for Tom Schwartz or Otto Wallen. That was for top rank to make me better known in the United States. But there will be a purpose on this rematch in me and Deontay Wilder. How do you feel about um, the, you know, the last time I saw you in London, Jason Momoa is there giving you bro hugs and um, you go to the WWE, you, you know, and within like a, a flick, you're one of the WWE famous fighters and you're having fun with that. Film stars want to know you, Hollywood stars want to know you, musicians. Everyone I speak to, I say, oh, I know the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. Everybody knows you. Where, if I get in a taxi now, I get on a bus, for, you know, if, it's, if you're with a group of old ladies, everybody knows who Tyson Fury is. Yeah. Has that changed something for you that um, it's like, I mean, you are a celebrity now in, in a way. You don't see yourself as that, I know. Um, has that changed something for you? It hasn't, cha it hasn't changed anything in my life, no. Because I'm still the same old G, and I'll never change. But Who reminds you of that? Or do you, is that just in you? Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, no one has to remind me. I'm, ju I'm just built that way. I'm wired yeah. up like that. Yeah. It's like... For me, I just, I just don't know what's wrong with me. Like, <laughs> I, I can't In a good way, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, even if I wanted to, I couldn't just be this big Larry man chucking money around, flying mm. on private jets and all mm. that sort of stuff. It just ain't me. I mm. can't do it. Even if I wanted to, I wouldn't mm. do it. Mm. Even if I could afford to do it, I still wouldn't do it. Do these, all these fellas around you here help in that respect, though, as well? No, I don't, I don't need people okay. to tell me to ground me. They, they, you don't need people. it, yeah. I live in the same house as I did in 2014. My kids go to the same school as I've always done. I'm still doing the school runs. Run, yeah, I drive yeah. a transit van yeah. with seats in the back. I have, I, have, I have nice cars as well, but I, I rarely, very rarely use them. You know, I wouldn't say I'm one of them people. I'm not I'm just a normal person. You know, I don't need all this. I don't need all the glitz and glamour to be... You don't need adulation, no. don't need it. Mm. Do you know what I used to want? I used to want respect from people. I used to want the, the accolade of what comes of a champion and what comes of hard work. Today, I don't want anything from nobody. Do you know all I want is to be happy on a daily basis? If I can get up in the morning, drop the kids off at school and go to the gym, come back and have some breakfast and have a shower, that's me at success for the day. Quite simple. Do you know what my yeah. next job is? Mm. Emptying the bins and taking them to the tip because they overflow because they don't take them away in time. Once every two weeks is a joke. Another <laughs> topic for another story. <laughs> yeah. And I class that as a good day. Mm. And I, I have one day a week off and that's Sunday. And I feel terrible on Sunday. I cannot wait to go back to Monday. So What happens on that Sunday? On Sundays I feel so suicidal and so depressed and so down. Every Sunday it happens to me. Just because I'm having a day off. 
So is that is that the the day that you make sure you spend with Paris and the kids? This is and... the day that I'm at home or whatever I'm doing. Mm. But I, I never have a good Sunday, and I cannot wait for Monday. Monday's my favourite day of the week. My Monday is like my Saturday. Even Isaac knows. He even said to me yesterday, he said your Mondays are like your Saturdays for everybody else. My Monday is I get up, go for a run, go go to the gym, whatever I do. I'll have a haircut and a shave on a Monday. I'll get, take the car and get it valeted on a Monday. You all, need to keep yourself nice occupied. All nice things I'll do yeah. on a Monday because mm. I look forward to going back to work, back to reality, mm. back to the grindstone. Mm. And I, 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 I hate holidays. I can't go away on holiday and put my feet up and relax in a, in a hotel. Can't do it. I physically can't do it because after two or three days, I want to jump in front of a lorry. Is that that cycle that you've kind of well documented that, you, that there's yeah. just something in there in your... Um, yeah. mentality that there's the depression yeah mm. so mm. I, I can never stop training ever and that's a good thing though because I don't mm. want to be fat again mm. I don't mm. want to be out of condition I don't want to be back on the drink I don't want to be back on the drugs mm. I don't mm. want to go back to the Hotel California where I once was mm. I'm so far away from that shit now mm. I just want to live this peaceful life but you never can live a peaceful life because there's always going to be something creeping up out of the, the cupboard Always. One thing after another after another. And it's just constant battering with bullshit. How long will you keep fighting then, do you think? I've got three more fights left. And I intend to walk away after them three fights. Um, Whether I win, lose or draw these next three fights, I will walk away. Um, can I ask again then, do you think Anthony Joshua will, will be one of those three? I'd like to hope so. But it won't be at Wembley Stadium, you're saying categorically? Categorically not. Explain why it won't be at Wembley. What do you mean? Explain why. I've just told you it won't, it won't be at Wembley because I only box in Las you, Vegas. You are only going to fight. Yeah, no, he'd said he'd only Financially, fight. Financially, it don't make sense to box okay. at Wembley. No, but oh, I, yeah, I only yeah. box. That's here. Shane talking there, by the way. Yeah, I only box in Las Vegas now. I don't box anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Done. Yeah. Three more fights, Vegas bound, finished. So your contract is to be here as well, is it? Or is that a choice? Contract is to be in America, yeah. Mm, mm. Um. You're, um, you're with Sugar Hill Steward now. Um, what's that been? Two months or month and a half? Oh, it's a month. A no, it's weeks. a few weeks, isn't a few it? Weeks, yeah, it's yeah. a month. Yeah. Um, just explain a little bit. I know you've kind of talked about it. Um, could you have stayed with Ben and Sugar Hill, both trainers? Because some people. Keep... That's what I wanted, but yeah. Ben didn't want to do that. Okay. Do you think he was offended by that then? I'm not sure. Um, I didn't. I didn't go into it because it's like a bullying tactic. I'm a lot bigger than Ben, and you know, I didn't want to try and force the issue, ask him why this, why that, because it's like I feel like I was trying to force something out of him. But the fact of the matter is, I wanted to bring someone else into help with with the camp. Mm. This is the, this is the truth. Ben didn't want to do that. Ben didn't want anybody else to come in. So that was that. He resigned himself. Ben walked away in his own accord, not me. I didn't get rid of Ben. Ben, ben decided he was going to walk away. But he's got other commitments as well. Me only boxing in America now and all my fights over here been away months at a time. He's training Billy Joe. He's training other fighters too. So, yeah. No, I've worked. spoken to him as he's well. Listen, I know out. both of you. Yeah, it's probably worked out for Ben. It's exactly what he said to me yeah, as well. No, I mean, the truth. No, Can't say any more than, than the truth. No, no, because obviously, as you recall, when you were 28 stone, I went running on the beach with you. It's the only time I'd have ever kept up with you. Yeah. Um, you know, in Marbella, when you guys first got together, I feel very privileged that I was one of very few people that got 
to come and see you guys at the beginning, you know, and grew close to both of you as a team as well. So, I, I, I you know, when, when two people you like, kind of a girl and a boy, have a breakup in their relationship, you kind of feel sad sometimes. I, I did feel an element of sadness, but I spoke to him and I'm speaking to you now, and there's, it, it sounds like it, a decision was made, you both made your own decisions, and there's something healthy out of it. It just, it's just not worked for now. Yeah, listen, I'm boxing in America now. Yeah. And that's it. Simple as. There's no more, no less. But because um, oftentimes when there's a split between a trainer and a boxer, there's, there's this bad blood. For a reason, yeah, exactly. Or they yeah, yeah. fell out or whatever. Mm, mm. That just ain't the case. Mm. The, kid, the fact of the matter is... He's coming, he told me. He's got to be at the fight, he said. Well, there you go. I'm desperate that's for Tyson true. Fury to win. He's doing a breakdown for BT Sport. He said, in fact, I'm going to tell you now, he's, he's doing a breakdown for BT Sport on, the, on, the, on the, the risks of Wilding. He said, I know Tyson will watch it because I just want to make sure that whatever I can do, I can help him with it. Do you know what I mean? There you go. Um, you know, it's because he did help you... For a very long time, you know, he was in prison with you in your house, wasn't he? Yeah, he I mean, was I, he, he was your bisexual weeks, lover yeah. at one point. Do you remember that? Yeah. When you first came. Weeks. <laughs> he wasn't. No, I don't mean. I'm, I'm going to clarify. It's a joke. <laughs> when we turned, when we did the the pies and Christmas at Wolverhampton, do you remember? Yeah. On stage, me and you and those three blokes never shut up. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> um, you know, you. That was the first time we'd really met Ben. Um, and you said you had a penis extension, you had a new bisexual lover that was living in your house. Um, I, I, I'm jesting here, obviously. Um, but he did help you through that period, didn't Yeah, listen, he? listen, credit, quote, credit's due, he was there, and he helped me come back from 28 stone down to, down to getting back fighting fit again. Yeah. So I don't know how long it was, it was from November 17. Yeah, that's right. Right yeah. up until um, Christmas, Wally. yeah, yeah. Yeah. However long yeah. that's been. How long yeah. was that? Two and a half years. Is it? So Two, yeah, from yeah. yeah from November seventeen to September eighteen. Yeah, yeah. So how long is that? September nineteen. September nineteen. Yeah. So twenty six so months. One yeah. year, yeah. and ten months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one year, ten months. Let, let me ask you then about um, uh, Sugar Hill Steward. I spoke to Sugar Hill this week. Um, he sounds a great guy. Very, very kind of. Um, very calm guy, very relaxed. And one of the first things he said to me was um, what Manny Stewart passed on to him. And I know that Manny Stewart always said you'd be a heavyweight champion before he departed. Um, was the basics. Have you heard that from him already? It's about basics. Yeah. I've heard it. The only reason that I'm with Sugar Hill is because I need a knockout in this fight. Mm. If I was looking for a nick of points to win, I'd have stuck with Ben. Polished up what we'd done, threw a few more feints, move around the ring more, and that's it. Hold on a bit more, hold my hands up a little bit more, and that'd have been enough. But it ain't going to win. I need a knockout. I'm telling you the truth, I need a knockout. I ain't going to get a point decision here, and I will not lay down and be robbed in America. They have to fucking kill me in that ring to beat me. I need a knockout. There ain't no convincing me I don't need no knockouts. I need a fucking knockout. And he will get knocked the fuck out this time. You're the man doing the job, you know. The thing is, he's going to have to kill me in that ring to beat me on the night. Because I won't stop coming forward at him. There you go. I ain't lying, I'm not going in there to box and move, I'm going in there to seek and destroy. That is it. 
I'm six foot nine, I'm 19 stone, I've got 20 knockouts and 29 wins. I can crack as hard as anybody. I'm going to hunt him down. And it's either going to be him or me. It can only go two ways. After I get chinned or he gets chinned. Whoopie doo, Basil. But listen, whoever it's going to be, it will be. What are you doing with... I'm willing to put it on the line. After everything I've been through and everything I've acclaimed all these years, I'm willing to put it on the line here in this one fight. A 50-50 gunsling with a gunslinger. We're going to knock out the knockout artist. When, 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 <clears throat> when you're working with Sugar Hill, then you, as you say, you want to sit in on your punches a bit more. Has that been the case already in the camp? Not really. I've been, to be honest with you, I've been trying to do my best. Adjust to the style and that's it. That's mm. all, all I can mm. say at the moment. Mm. It's a work in progress. I've only been two weeks in the gym with him. Mm. So you're not going to learn much in two weeks. But I do feel more balanced, which is a good thing. And I do feel like I'm throwing a lot more punches. But so, I'm also taking a lot more too. I probably took more, more punches in the, the last two weeks than I've took in the last two years in sparring, normally. Because I'm willing to get hit more because I'm willing to land my shots more on them. It's no good that hit and run peekaboo style. Jab and run away. I ain't gonna win like that. Mm. So in order for me to land my shots, I've got to be standing range and get it back. Simple as. That's the truth of the matter. Is the is the fact that people are talking about Wilder getting knocked out by Klitschko in sparring or in in, in training camp? Um, the fact that he has had trouble with other people. Um, even Brazil caught him. That are you studying? Where I'm not, I'm not studying anything. You let someone else do that? No. When we're in there on the night, what'll happen will happen. And that's it. He's only a man made out of blood and bone like myself. I've got a big heart and a big pair of bollocks to match. I can beat anybody. I've never lost one dogfight. Ever. And I know I can go into the trenches with the best of them. No matter, even if I'm totally gassed and they're fit, I'll bring them motherfuckers down to my level. Sooner or later... I'll take the punishment, I'll take it, I'll take it. And they'll be swinging, they'll be gassed too after a minute. And Tyson, you've said two rounds even. So, you know, you're expecting kind of Hagler-Hearns war in there. Yeah, two, three rounds, or more, or less. Whichever way it goes, it goes. I'm not, in, I'm not really in interest, I got that mindset. I fucked this, fucked this guy right up. I ain't winning a point decision, I can't stress enough. I am not going to win a points decision here in America. You, 